Welcome to the Good Kraken Show. Today it is episode 136. God, Ooh, we've yeah. done 136 of these, man. 36 yep. of these. Was... <laughs> Jesus a lot. Christ. This is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I am your host today, Devin Stanford, aka Brevin the Dude. How y'all doing? I am joined here today by my screaming Polynesian, Ernell Pearson. How you doing? How, how's the shrines on the motions? Uh, they're they're good. I actually a uh, little thing for you guys, really quick. Uh, yesterday I was <clears throat> not yesterday, maybe maybe yesterday, Sunday actually, Sunday. Uh, I was out in Vancouver with uh, my band guys, and um, my vape shop is out there that I hit on my way back home. So I get my little my little extra poofy poofs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, B Crowd, what's happening, Blake? How you doing, dude? Uh, hey. And hey. on my way uh, out of the vape shop. I usually notice this like video game store that I see like two doors down from my vape place. Not three. <laughs> and I, uh, I've never been in there before and I've always just like seen the outside. So, well, it looks kind of cool. Right. But this time I decided to go inside and this place was like a vintage video game store. And so there was like all sort of like everything from fucking Japanese, like versions of old school, like Nintendo games. Like they had, uh, dance dance revolution setups like it was it was hey. nuts it was kind of it was kind of really fucking cool uh it's called double jump out in vancouver go check i was them just out. gonna ask you what it's called yeah so. it's called called double jump they're a very very cool place but while i was there i was like yeah i'll spend a couple of bucks you know i, I enjoyed my time here might as well support a nice local business and so i got two things uh one is right here in front of kratos I have a, uh, a little figurine there. And Final Fantasy VII, Square Enix, did a release of a bunch of different uh, little miniature collectible figurines of all the original Final Fantasy VII character artworks, like the blocky ones, right? Uh, and so I got it in hopes that I would get Cloud, you know, to match my my ridiculous uh, decision to get a buster sword on my face. Uh, and lo and behold, I got fucking Cloud. <laughs> so that was hey, fucking yo. lit but they also had a dope ass it's kind of dark with my lighting right here uh but this dope ass little 30 dollar figurine of one Geralt of rivia um Ooh, got that nice. right over here nice. I, I saw nice. him <laughs> I was like, oh we we gotta do that because i saw it and i was like hmm mm. and so it just it felt right you know what i'm saying <laughs> it felt right to, to get Geralt while i was mm. Geralting. Mm -hmm. exactly mm. exactly so uh that was that was my weekend it's been a good weekend Okay. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. We are also joined my by my beautiful little cherry blossom, Garlic Bartholomew. It's like the fat. It's like the accent gets thicker every time. Like that's my plan. It's just gonna be plan. like it's gonna be like unintelligible by like episode two hundred. It's like East Scottish very, very quickly. Like you guys remember the Scottish guy in uh uh fucking uh that that movie with DJ with Dwayne Dwayne The Rock Johnson and um uh 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 the dude from American Pie who Fuck Stifler's. It's Stifler. It's Stifler. Uh, oh, is it? Is it? Is it? Um, the rundown? Oh, I, is it the rundown? Yeah, the rundown. The rundown. Yeah, the rundown. Yeah. Seen that. Remember, he oh, beats dude, people so with a two by four. Yeah, he has a two That's by four. It just beats the shit out of people. people. Uh, <laughs> but there's a. They have a Scottish pilot in it that sounds exactly. <laughs> exactly <like laughs> and it's like an ongoing joke in the movie where they like cannot understand shit They're this like, dude huh? is saying. You, you know what I? 
actually liked that movie a lot when I was younger. I watched it, was, it so it was, much. It was a good movie back in the day. Yeah, like Sean the, William Scott. That's it. That's, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Great work. In, uh, Have you guys seen The Goon? Tantric? What the <laughs> fuck is Tantric? Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, e- evolution. He's uh, he plays the character in Evolution. Oh, dude, read? I love Evolution. Ka-ka, ka-ka, ka-ka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah dude, such amazing. a good movie. That's like one of the best like little sci-fi comedies ever. Oh my god, it's so good, dude. It's so good. Uh, okay, I got questions. Uh, I got questions then. Okay, you know, before we continue on further, you know, because sure. we still got a little bit of time. What are your guys's favorite sci-fi comedy movies? Sci-fi comedy movies, like a. Yeah. Like just the off the dome one that comes that just comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But dude, honestly, I would I would say like my default is probably Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, is that's that sci-fi though? Is that that is is zombie is not, it? I mean, not its zom- own? I mean, zombie is sci-fi, right? Or is that? I feel like zombie is like just zombie horror. It's kind of like its own like genre now. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. when, I, when I think sci-fi, I think like it's. I was gonna it say Hitchhiker's or... Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think that's kind of like in the pinnacle there, right? Like, if that's not, I mean, one there's of a the lot of comedy though. written like through the movie. You know, it's, it's, that that's a pretty good one. You know, another really good one. I, classic. Really, I really like Paul. Did you guys ever see Paul? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Paul, it's another good. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movie. Yeah. This yeah. this might be fucking meta shit, but I'm gonna have to say Thor Ragnarok because that is just a brilliant. <laughs> Like, like, oh, see, I I don't know. I totally wasn't thinking like that. I was was thinking like raunchier comedies, comedies, I guess. Sure, sure. Like off the top of my head. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, there there are. Evolution's really good. Evolution's a really good choice. Yeah, it is. Classic movie, man. I I watched that movie probably fucking 100 times, dude. Like, that movie's so good. Yeah, I loved it when I was younger. All right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Does Men in Black count? Because if Men in Black counts at the side. All right. Men in Black. That's a good choice. Good choice. That's a great choice. That's actually probably a better choice than Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, I, 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 I six. Yes. 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 Men in Black. Yes. Men in Black is, is a fucking yes. good choice, honestly. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, uh, we're not talking about sci fi movies, though, today, because we're talking about big old bugs, Warframe's potential end, and biggin. And much, much more. Because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital See Yarg. But if you've got it in your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, which we would love for you to give that to us to help us keep pushing out content for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken explanation point and leaving a review there review we're so dumb or no <laughs> what's happening <laughs> what's happening yo we got some captain's orders guys 
if you've probably noticed, if you follow us on social media, we have a new rollout schedule now that we post every week. Ernell, tell yes. them some more about that. Uh, oh, Chase says hydrate. We got to hydrate up. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Water. Mm. H2O. Oh, oh fuck. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, audio listeners. Uh, <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going on over there? Um, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that scene from from uh, South Park. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so our typical schedule that we've done for the past year and a half about has been uh, oh, uh, been uh us long. releasing our content. We record our stuff live on Twitch for all of you guys to be able to watch and interact with us, be a part of the show. You guys get an opportunity to do that. Uh, and then we would uh have an, a day for our patrons to be able to have access to the content. And then the next business day after that, we would release our, our episodes uh, to the public. Now that we have liquidated our Patreon temporarily, uh, we have uh, had to make a decision to be able to say, hey, uh, fuck it. We're going to do some. We're going to have some fun. We're going to hang out. We're going to give you guys the content that you want when you want it. And that means now episodes will be going live at 6 a.m. the next day after the recorded live. So that that's what we're going to be doing from now. So if you miss so if you miss our episodes on Twitch, you can just be like, oh, that's great. I have traffic on the way home. Or on my way to work tomorrow, I can just listen to the episode then. That's okay. That's all yeah. right. And we can make that happen for you because I'm a dirty, dirty, dirty little boy. And I like making sure <laughs> making sure that our content gets into your dirty, dirty little ears. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I feel about that statement. If I'm I can, honest, I, you know what? I can be your whore. It's permanent. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you were talking, so I thought it'd be a good time for me to look, just kind of sign guys, that. If, if you want to, if, if if you if you guys need that, like talk to me first. I, I can facilitate it. Yeah, know. just uh, slap me out. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're terrible. Yeah, you know oh. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Garrick. <laughs> Garrick's like, I'm, I'm here. I guess I hate this place. I hate this. He's just saying on his face every single time. Chase says dibs. He calls dibs on the horn me out part. Yeah, it sounds sounds about right. It sounds, sounds about, about right. right. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah checks my, out. Checks my out. my tight little bungholes yours. Here. Anyways, uh, Jared, <laughs> what do we got next? <laughs> Woo! Uh, we're gonna be getting this news that uh, does not have anything to do with Ernell's uh, tight little butthole. We are transferring into the hell. <laughs> Scott! Scott! Squawk. I can't right now. My voice is still walking. Walkity fucking squawk, my dude. Yeah, uh, do you do you walk the squawk or do you just talk the squawk? Oh, that is dog. The I, I squawk oh, the squawk. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, if it looks like a squawk, walks like a squawk, and squawks like a squawk, it's a, it's squawk. a squawk. Squawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xbox is grounded is getting its own animated series. This is coming from Logan Plant at IGN. The report says the series will exist in the same universe as the game, following four friends that discover shrinking technology that make them two inches tall. While fighting to survive the backyard, they also uncover the corporate conspiracy threatening their hometown. Star Wars The Clone Wars writer Brent Friedman is attached to, uh, attached to the adaptation. Uh, Breen Goodrich, who previously worked on the Halo, Halo video game series, is set to direct. Grounded makes another adaptation of an Xbox property, joining the like, uh, likes of this year's Halo television show, which is already renewed for a second season. 
As for other properties owned by Microsoft, we know there are adaptations in the work for Minecraft, Fallout, and more. So, this I think could be really good. Oh, dude, it's literally just going to be a. It's like all like look that you they cannot in good faith say that this is not influenced by Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. You can't. It's a fucking lie. That's basically it. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's just Honey, yeah. I Shrunk so the like, Kids. So, like, it's going to be, like, a modern take on that. I'm hoping with, like, probably, like, you know, a more kid-focused, like, perspective and twist rather than yeah. being, like, from the adult perspective. I think it'll be really quite exciting. Uh, Me too. With the CGI technology and stuff we have these days, it could look really good. Uh, mm -hmm. And, like, the insects in that game are already freaking terrifying so can we, we can we play that oh we do need to play that game we do need to play that I we just, just need to wait like two months and play the full release of the game in yeah, september right before the movie exactly yep. our show the show yeah excuse me uh, ima imagine a beautiful perfect world in which xbox's grounded gets announced as a hit animated series right and one of these characters is voiced by one rick moranis <laughs> from honey i shook oh, the kid that's what i, I need that. that's what i need right now rick morandis i've been watching I'm, you okay i'm in i'm in, I'm in. Give him a cameo and he can voice the dad that's like of one of the kids or something like. well you, you guys remember like early last year when like like he was he was like out in a restaurant and someone punched him in the face and like yeah no. dude who <laughs> beats up rick who moranis man fights rick moranis dude he's never done anything to anybody besides shrink his own kids and then he saved him after so does that even count you know what i mean yeah, man it doesn't he's still count. fucked up he's still fucked yeah up. those kids got the memories i mean traumas i mean memories of a lifetime traumas <laughs> i mean no, um i i am excited though that we have brent friedman uh writing on it because i mean clone wars oh was, the clone wars yeah mm -hmm. chef's kiss mm -hmm. chef's kiss goddamn so yeah it, that that's i think it's all good news uh they also mentioned halo in this article halo had its moments but goddamn does season two have to be a redemption season holy shit I don't think it will be, unfortunately. Like I know. I mean, watched it. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've watched, yeah. I watched enough bits and pieces to kind of get the idea of, like, yeah, this is just modern-day Stargate. Uh, and that's fine for people that want that. I did not. I never it's, thought of that. That that really is what it is. It's just modern-day Stargate SG-1. That's, and that's so on the nose. And, and Stargate was that's tight. So on the nose. It was It was super tight in 1998. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was super yeah. fucking sick back in the day. Uh, and know. this, this, I mean, like it did. Devin's right though, right? Like it did have some sick ass parts, like that final fight scene in the final episode. Was oh, not only that, but so like so fucking good. The fight scene in the first episode was mm -hmm. it like um, episode five had a really epic moment too. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. when and just like I, I will say, some of the CGI in that too, especially with a lot of the Covenant. Yeah, dude, the Covenant good. aliens look very, very good. I just, I just wish yeah. it wasn't fucking thrown to the side for you know, fucking Spartan armor kind of looking like rubber. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I, like uh, Kevin Feige, can you just come help with everything, please? Yeah, can <laughs> we just get a little bit of Kevin Feige and everybody? I, you know what I'm saying? I, I am stoked about Fallout as well. I am stoked about Fallout because we have Amazon at the helm for that one. Yeah, if I remember correctly. 
um i i'm choosing to ignore um <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh but you know the new lord of the rings show looks very promising the boys has been fantastic and um if they like cultivate any of that writing and that style from the boys into fallout i think i think that'll be something really good oh dude i mean even even the tomorrow war right like the the production scale of that mm-hmm. was fucking superb surprisingly good um <clears throat> the writing was dog shit like in all actuality oh, yeah. right like i mean like i enjoyed it for what it was but like you know it did not have very good writing but the production level was shockingly good like those aliens looked dope as shit the guns mm-hmm. looked real like the explosion what care what else going on down there <laughs> Dude, there's like the fucking randomest sounds occurring, and I don't know where they're coming it's from. It's Baby Yoda. It sounds like the magpies. It's the magpies. They yeah, came for the you. Magpies. They found you. Oh, dude. dude, they were back again today, with, but Jesus. <laughs> Give me a second. Just yeah, carry yeah, on. Yeah, Give yeah. me a second. <laughs> do your yeah, thing. Yeah. Then go ahead and do the second story, I guess, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yourself. More Fear Street films may be coming to Netflix, and this is oh, coming from yes. Tamaran Jones over at Collider. In an interview with Yahoo, children's horror author R.L. Stein hinted at the possibility of more period-based Fear Street movies in the works at Netflix. Following the interview on July 18th, Bloody Disgusting cryptically confirmed the return of the cursed town of Shadyside, teasing that the film or films may not be too far off in the future. In his interview, Stein brought up rumors that a reboot of the trilogy may be in the works, noting that the success of all three films which are all rated uh, certifiably fresh with Rotten Tomatoes, the highest being part three, uh, 1666, with a 90%. Mm. I also hear rumors about more Fear Street movies for Netflix because the first ones did so well last summer. Those films kind of shocked me because they were all R-rated, and I've never done anything R-rated. All those teenagers were getting slashed. I was like, suddenly, I have a slasher movie. In response to Stein's statement, Bloody Disgusting confirmed these rumors by saying, quote, these rumors are in fact true and that Netflix is very deep into development, end quote. While there's no official word on how deep into development Netflix is, nor whether this means fans will be getting another entire trilogy, the confirmation is exciting and something to look forward to. Let's fucking go, boys. Yo. Oh, shit. This Deer is... Street was so good. Oh, those movies were so dope, dude. Garrick? Garrick? Garrick. I haven't watched them yet. Oh, my God! Garrick! God damn it, man! Look, look. There was like a period of my life where you where just like, did not do anything. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, it was. I, didn't, I like ignored Netflix for like a whole year. You just you just so like, you just woke up in the morning, a big stretch. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Fuck that. Fuck that. And you know then, I mean? like, yeah, then you just, just went back to bed. Just exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but like, I don't know what it was. We've always had it. I've never not had a Netflix subscription, but there was like this weird period of time where like. I was not using Netflix or like watching any Netflix original content just for like, I didn't even know. Like I was just like, eh, like I just, I wasn't vibing like with what they had on their catalog and I'm like coming back to a lot of it now. And I'm just like, this is also good. 
But, dude, there's just been so much stuff I've slept on. Like, I just finished uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Like, I'm catching up on the boys. I know that's Amazon. But, like, uh, I'm also, like, I just, like, I'm starting Black Mirror now. Like, I'm, like, I just started The Sea Beast. I haven't watched that all the way through. Damn. Like, dude, like, I, there's so much freaking stuff I on Netflix that I just haven't watched, man. You're in for such a wild ride. You didn't honestly. even watch fucking Breaking Bad yet, did you? Did you? I haven't watched God, <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Gary. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Damn dude. it, man. That's fine. You, you, you do have to finish Black Mirror you? first. You do have to finish Black Mirror first. Um, did, you, did you watch uh, the Defenders series? Like, all of them on Netflix? On Netflix? Either? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Marvel. Okay, like, I never sleep on Marvel content. That's, like, the okay, like my one good. role. I don't yeah. sleep yeah. on yeah. The, the Daredevil and Punisher. Mm. So... so with that said, though, do you where what do you because they're, they're obviously kind of doing like period pieces with these movies. Mm-hmm. What like what do you guys see them hitting on next? Right. Because before it was like they started in like the 90s, moved their way to the 70s and they moved their ways to 1666. Right. So like what do you guys what do you guys think they're going to do for this I, next one? What if they touch on a different curse? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. Do you think. What if they did something from like early 2000s and then went to 1980s? Hmm. 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 I don't but know where honestly, to go from there. I, but I, I really need to watch these because they're all so like the like it's based. They basically got like more highly reviewed as they yeah. got released, essentially. Yeah, right. So, yeah. And there's three of them or four, three of the three, three. Right. Three. And so and my wife like absolutely loves them. And I know I really need to watch them. I honestly, I would. I think it would be super cool if we saw like more in like the Pilgrim area stuff. Sixteen, like honestly, yeah. yeah, like that, yeah, like that, the, <clears throat> yeah, like the sixteen sixties. Honestly, I think it'd be cool because like it, it like to have some like Native American folklore mix in like the period Ooh. stuff it, because like oh. it, because that could get real that could get real spoopy mysticism and I kind of vibe on I really like that stuff and I think it makes for really interesting and unique horror content well I mean like that's that's kind of why the next uh, Predator movie looks so good right yeah oh, I was just gonna bring that up I mean, yes that's it's yeah. the, setting, August 5th. the setting is what makes it important that's so goes. soon guys that's so soon dude oh my god two weeks dude. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm so excited for that. Whew. Yeah, I, well, here's my pitch, right? What if they take it in the reverse direction and they say, we're going to take your ass to the future, right? So it's like starts modern day and then it goes like 20 years ahead and then it goes like 60 years ahead. And they're like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> there's there's ghosts in the future. <laughs> you know, I, want, I want something that is kind of the style of Cabin in the Woods again. Yeah, I think I think yeah. they, I think they could do like a sequel to Cabin in the Woods. Honestly, I think it's yeah. been long. Not enough. not not trying to like get too art off track, but like I was just thinking about like you know horror settings and stuff like that, and I was just thinking about how much I liked the twist in that. Chris Hemsworth like to needs see. to come back, and then he needs to drive his motorcycle into another invisible. Wall. <laughs> Dude, that would be so good. That would be so good it's if they so pulled it off a way to make that make that an actual thing. Yo, I when that happened, myself. when that happened, I was like. Oh. Oh, yeah. dude, it was just like, oh, shit. You're just like, bye, Chris Hemsworth. Bye, but, dog. <laughs> See you later, no. But before we go to our next story here, uh, when I saw that movie 
I didn't see any trailers before seeing that movie. I went into that completely blind, and I still think that is the best movie-going experience I've had. Besides Endgame. Sorry. You know what I mean? That, it's just like, it was one of those ones that was just like, it's it was so memorable because it was like unexpected and fun. Like, yeah, because you because like especially even if you, if you saw the trailers for that movie, like it presented itself trailer wise as like this super generic, like it had like a very generic cut to the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then like the, and then the movie happens and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I think I think <laughs> I think my favorite like theater experience short of Infinity War. Right. Because that's a that's a given. Right. Like you see Infinity War in theaters. You're like, oh, fuck. The only thing better than that is Endgame. Right. <clears throat> I saw. Yeah. Um, God, what is that? Is it due date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis? And Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Yeah. yeah so I, remember that movie. I saw that. You in- better check yourself. Before, Before you wreck, you wreck yourself. Wreck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got glaucoma. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, when, when he's like holding his dog, he's like, are, are you going to give him a kiss goodbye? And he's like, what? Fuck you. <laughs> it was like one of the funniest parts. <laughs> so I, I saw that movie and like one row in front of me was a massive like like black family. And that was like probably one of my favorite experiences because they were having the time of their fucking lives in this movie. Oh, and they were killing me this entire fucking Dude, movie. <laughs> I love when you pick up on like somebody else's vibe in a movie yeah, theater. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, they were, they were loving every fucking second of it. Yeah, and like, dude. I'm assuming she was the mom was like having moments or she'd like add a little bit of commentary. She's like, Oh hell no. And I was like, <laughs> right. Like, and, like, and like her, her kids are like, like be laughing and cracking. I'm like, mom, shh, quiet, quiet, quiet. And she's <laughs> hollering and shit. Be like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, she's like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what you're right mom oh you're right mom i love it i love it you know what i also love though guys some new fucking video games warframe's creators are making a new fantasy mmo called soul frame this comes from cast marshall over at polygon saturday at tenocon warframe developer digital extreme showed plenty of new content coming to its sci-fi ninja flipping mmo then revealed another surprise a quote-unquote free-to-play action hybrid MMORPG called Soul Frame. Soul Frame is being developed by Digital Extremes with some Warframe developers moving over to work on the new game. Soul Frame looks quite similar to its sci-fi sibling, but the game's combat will focus on heavy melee attacks instead of running and gunning, which means players will be in the thick of the action. Soul Frame creative director Jeff Crooks uh, described the themes of the game as quote-unquote nature and humanity colliding and ideas of restoration and exploration. Digital Extremes is also partnering with developer Airship Syndicate to develop a new fantasy MMO. While there are plenty of traditional fantasy elements, the setting is also powered by technology, allowing for a mix of sword, shields, magic, and high-powered artillery. We didn't see too much of this game, where your soul frame seems a little more fleshed out at this time. Digital Extremes will continue to operate and maintain Warframe, with live operations and community director Rebecca Ford stepping in for Steve Sinclair as that game's creative director. Sinclair and other Digital Extremes veterans will move to development and support for soul frame so we gotta hydrate really quick because that's what i was gonna ask um but i need to show you guys this game right because i was reading a couple articles on this game and i was like hmm 
new game from Warframe developers, right? And yeah, it's an MMO, which has me. It's an MMO, <laughs> and and then I saw a little a little article that was an interview with uh, with said director uh, talking about how his inspiration for this game was one uh, Miyazaki's Princess Mononoke, and that's what? when I was like, all right, I'm fucking sold, yeah, <laughs> right? Dude, just take my fucking money. Take- I, you don't even have. That's My. the pitch. That's it. I don't even need God, anything yeah. else. Goddamn money. I don't dude. even need to see a trailer. That's what nope. I'm going to show it to you anyways. So like just just watching this bitch, right? Just watching this fucking trailer here. OK, and it'll come up on your eyes. Like I said, there in a second if you're watching the stream. Uh, the artwork is exactly what I thought it would be. So basically what they're doing in this game is they're making a like Princess Mononoke world with Souls-like mechanics in an open-world, massive MMORPG. And everything about that just tickles my little insides. I'm like that fry. one time in high school, you know what I mean? I'm Fry. Take. My. Money. Dude, naked dude. There's a oh, naked dude, dude in this game. Like, it's, it's fucking brilliant, man. I'm telling you. Um, I love the art direction. I just, I, I, was, I was just shocked. Like, the, the, the armor art here... Like, are you fucking are you fucking kidding me, dude? And so, like, it, it's adding on even more layers to this where it is like this sort of like technological world that makes sense in like what they're they're trying to go for here. Like, I am going to give them so many microtransaction dollars <laughs> in this game. If their if their armor artwork looks like that all the time, take my money. Oh, dude, th- that that's that very, chat. very reminiscent of many warframe designs like you're gonna eat this up oh, I'm, I'm actually excited about this because i've always wanted to play warframe but i felt like i was so bar- far behind it didn't feel worth it to like try and right. jump in right you it's know it's hard to get into so, it now like if you're exactly and it's your people are same, pretty deep in the game same thing as like destiny right you know it's it's hard it's hard to stay up to date thankfully i feel like we've played enough over time where we can just jump in and we catch up in a couple weeks and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we play for like a month and then we stop playing again <laughs> yeah dude and you and you guys oh, dude, is that freaking moose looks so cool the fucking yeah. big ass moose dude with the shit dangling from his antlers are you fucking this is so cool and ass cheeks <laughs> like, you know uh esco in chat says farmers tan booty cheeks yes yes of course of course yeah. like it's it's just like such a cool concept to me for them to be like hey like we did like like techno ninjas how can we change this up even more and they said well people have been really vibing with souls like games but also what if we created a world that was like final fantasy-esque Cause that's what I get this off is, of this. This is my game. This is my game, dude. Like this kind of the art and like the overall aesthetic reminds me a lot of Greedfall. Did you guys ever? Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play Greedfall? Mm-hmm. I haven't played it, but um, I I've I've been curious in it. But I saw some, but like I had an old roommate that played it, and it was very like I saw a lot of buggy issues with it, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna play that game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, that, that's I, pretty much what happened. I gave it a shot too early because it was still like mm-hmm. kind of broken, like way back in the day, and it didn't like have a whole lot like from the jump. Uh, it's, it's like a it's like a solid seven game. 
Honestly. For sure, for sure. Like it's not it's not quite it doesn't offer everything Destiny can. But here's the deal. You guys gotta see this part because this shit is fucking lit, dude. Like, cause I'm pretty sure this this next little combat scene you're about to see here might actually be kind of a snippet of like like how the action's supposed to be. Um so this dude's about to go full King Arthur. Oh dude, he's gonna go ham, right? Like it's like God, the costume design is so sick. It's I so love like I good, love dude. like the like the gray arm aesthetic. That looks tight as shit. Yeah. It's just oh, that oh looks tight God, as man. shit. Oh, that dude. is a King Arthur moment. What the fuck? I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you, you guys are you guys are a few seconds behind. I'm pretty sure they go to gameplay. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh dude. It's so good, God, dude, man. That's game. That's totally gameplay. That's yeah. like the way it panned to that the, over the camera. Yeah. Like the over the shoulder angle. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, nah, dude. Uh, that little that little magic thing yeah. was tight. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, boys. I'm telling you, I saw this last night and it was like, yep. Yep. That's it. That's the one. That's that's the that's the All thing right. that's going to take over for me. I'm telling you. Eef. Fucking mic drop those dudes. <laughs> yeah, straight up, dude. Straight up. Why so, anyways, so cool, fellas. We're gonna be playing the shit out of this game. I tell you, what you know. See, what I'm saying? So, Warframe, Warframe has always been free to play. Do you think this will also be free to play? I'm pretty. Is this going I'm to be a free to play? Pretty sure. Ever? Yeah. I'm, uh, it says then revealed oh, another yeah. surprise: a free to play action hybrid action MMO. Hybrid. Yeah. Wow. So it is gonna be free to play, and like this looks fucking stunning for free to play and like it is just i can't i can't think of enough accolades to fucking give this presentation like everything about this has me fucking oh my sold. god that's like you got me interested wolf, for sure dude mm -hmm. i love so cool. that is i love that is like the art direction like even the logo even the fucking logo and they and they, and they put birds they put they put a bird on it yeah well and like did you notice that like the magic that came out of his hand like that like out of the, his little gauntlet or whatever he had mm -hmm. had like it was like a sparrow shape yeah mm -hmm. oh, oh dude yes okay yeah yeah so, that's right oh i'm in so, like so like birds will have in. i wonder if birds will have like some sort of central like theme of like maybe they maybe they have something to do with the soul in this game Potentially. Gotta collect birds. That'd be cool. <laughs> just cool. collect the magpies in a little bag. Like a leather bag with just like a leather bag with a little rope tie. Dude, what if like what if you, you get like some sort of like they had like a souls collecting mechanic in it, but like the birds were like your indicator of how much you were carrying? Ooh, like your birds, like the birds would idea. flock to you. Like that's pretty if cool. you had so many. That's a. I love passive yeah. mechanics or, like that, like Ghost of Tsushima's wind, like yeah, compass. The wind, oh, I, yeah. I love. Like I enjoy like stuff or, like that. Or, or, what if it is like oh. the the creatures in the world? Like you know that they're like a powerful like like you know like unique creature. Oh, and, the, and they have a huge birds, soul because like, of how many birds them. flock around them. Like birds and that's... ornaments and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What if that's what they do? Because they showed that with cool. that moose. That's pretty fucking is, cool, dude. I'm here for it, man. Is it a release date? Uh, no, they have not given a release date just, yet. They just, just they development. just yeah, yeah. Giving us a give us an official announcement of the game itself, uh, and we will definitely. Wow. Be seeing that, but some other stuff we're going to be seeing here soon, guys. New God of War Ragnarok story details reveal will be visiting every 
realm. This goes from Hiren Cryer over Ugh. at Games Radar. Over the past oh. few days, players noticed via the gamer. Oh, oh God, I hate when it does that. The copy pasting that the PlayStation oh. Five store uh, description of God of War Ragnarok had been updated with an entire new story description for the new game. This is actually the first time we've had any direct writing on the story of Sony Santa Monica's forthcoming sequel, as trailers and developer interviews have skirted around what'll actually be happening. Quote, Fimbul Winter, hell yeah, baby, <laughs> is well underway. Kratos and Atreus must journey to each of the nine realms in search of answers as, as guardian forces prepare for a prophesized they misspelled that battle that will end the world End quote the PlayStation Store description for Ragnarok reads finally confirming that the leading duo will be visiting all nine realms in the upcoming game quote along the way. They will explore stunning mythical landscapes and face fearsome enemies in the form of Norse gods and monsters. The threat of Ragnarok grows ever closer. Kratos and Atreus must choose between their own safety and the safety of the realms End quote. The store description for Ragnarok concludes. So, uh -huh. yeah. I will be playing this game on release. Talk about taking my fucking money. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. I honestly, I will, boys, honestly, I'm contemplating getting the the like two hundred fifty dollar the Yonar like, edition. I, Give the Yonar. I'm, th I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about fucking <laughs> it up a little. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Please fucking get it because one of us should fucking have it. <laughs> like, I'll 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 do like a box. I'll do like a package opening video for it and everything. TikTok uh, video. TikTok. Yeah, it's, dude. There it's, we go. Like, there we the go. Thor's hammer looks so good. But here's the deal. As I was gonna say, right? If I do it, I'll happily let you guys hold Mjolnir if you want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you guys can hold Mjolnir. Because we're worthy. Exactly. We're worthy. Exactly. More so, Garrick than you. But. <laughs> 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 but far less more than Xander, right? Because Xander's the least worthy here. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? you know, let's go. Uh, dude, this is fucking exciting. Because, like, I know that, like, all three of us, at some point or another in the end game, we're like, am I ever going to fucking go to these last three doors that oh, yeah. they just don't let oh, me yeah, go to? That you just don't even address, like, really at all because they're busted as fuck. And that's basically it. It's like, yeah, you can't go here. Get, like, bridge is broken. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Bridge is broken. That's fine. But I think, I think what they were probably trying to do, and I'm sure you guys agree, is like they probably planned on doing DLC, but then they mm. saw the feedback and how massively loved this game was, and they were like, like we got to just go to the sequel now, right? Like, we just got to mm. go to the sequel now. Oh, and dude. that's probably what happened, because yeah. they were probably planning for three DLCs for this, right? So, like... It would make sense for them to be like, nah, dog. Like the, the money's actually over here, dude. They love you this just shit, get to bro. do well, it's Sony. They're gonna chase now. money. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, so. I'm like, honestly, the thing is, I'm actually like, I am not concerned about playing this on my PlayStation 4 at all. Yeah. I still think I'm, it's gonna be a great experience. That's where I'm gonna play it. Yeah. I mean it's like, available really... on PS4 because the PS4 should be able to run it. If yeah, it couldn't, yeah. they wouldn't have it on there. So that thank Thank you, Ernell. PS4. Got guy. you, baby. I got you, baby. You know, I got you. You can thank my beautiful PS5, actually. <laughs> and the kid whose dad <laughs> made him sell it. <laughs> <laughs> what a Dude, fucking loser, right? What a nerd. What a <laughs> fucking <laughs> nerd. Wait, 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 wait. 
you fucking did. loser. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you actually had some cheaper some spin for saying no, no, I was no, like, it's, it's my sure case. It's it's for. Oh, these. okay, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. I got you. Fuck I got that, you. Dude. So before we kind of go into you know the next the next stuff here for the rest of the episode, my quick question to you guys is, what do you want this plot to be? For God of War Ragnarok. Now that we know we're going to all nine realms, what is this plot going to be? Garrett, go. Oh, dude, honestly, I think I think the biggest thing is going to be like the I think we're looking at the bare minimum, the downfall of, of the us Norse all. Gods. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think at the very least we're gonna be looking at like the downfall of like of um of like oh uh geez Odin's Odin's children. Like Odin's family lineage is like is what's at risk here. So Devin. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Devin. Get you for God. <laughs> Devin. <laughs> Good catch, though. Good save. Just keep going. Good save. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, it took me going. a second because I saw it. I saw it. Segue to ad read here, but <laughs> we'd like to move on to our next segment. I want to remind everybody that they can support us by going to our Discord channel. And if you're not on our Discord channel, you should be on our Discord channel because that's the place to be to get all the news, <laughs> highlights, and be a part of our show. Yeah. <laughs> Have a word <laughs> from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing, and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make it happen for you. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, and waterproof products made with eco friendly materials materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get the next win. Is your battle rug just looking a little crusty? Is the mouse just not as smooth as it used to be? Or are you just looking to get rid of that ergonomic mouse pad your grandma got you for Christmas? Well, then I think we have the mouse pad for you. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepads today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired anymore. Lucky for us though, Rogue has figured out how to give us those late nights and even earlier mornings, the supercharge we all need. Rogue Energy is a low calorie, no sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels 
levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve that in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators everywhere. Look, I love this stuff. I've got two tubs at home right now. Your boy is drinking on some caramel vanilla latte in the mornings and sipping on some mangled pineapple throughout the day. And if you are wondering how you can get these two dope flavors, well, I'm gonna tell you. You can head over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off your purchase on any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That is G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub of your black. And now back to your regularly scheduled Good Kraken content. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking A. Oh, Devin, what do we have next for the people, my guy? Yo, yo, yo. Y'all got to protect your necks because we're going to the gallows. Especially if your name's Devin, you got to protect your neck. Yeah, you really got to protect your neck. You really got to protect your neck. Devin, hit him with what we got. Today, we have a very special episode. Because we are reviewing Miss Marvel released. Let's fucking go. June 8th, 2022. Director Adil El Arabi and Bilal Fala. The budget of at least 15 million per episode and a runtime about 38 minutes to 50 minutes mm-hmm. per episode. Guys, this show, fucking great. Goddamn. Fucking great. Goddamn. Yep. Eamon Vanelli revealed on a Disney Plus documentary that she liked Miss Marvel uh, so much she eventually went to school dressed as Kamala. She was also a fan of the MCU and Marvel as a whole to the point of expressing irritation over the uh, designation of the MCU as Earth 616 in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness instead of previously designated Earth 199999. Kamala Khan... Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Well, so I was, before you move to the next piece of trivia here, uh, uh, yeah, so I was going to say, because we're going to be talking about her, I just want to make sure that the enunciation's correct. Uh, it's Iman Vellani. Iman. Yeah, Iman oh, Vellani for all of us. Uh, uh, specifically, Iman Vellani. Um, but honestly, I think a lot of people were fucking weirded out about that, right? Like when they yeah, when dude, they canonized I, I saw that? a lot about it. Yeah, I saw a lot of uh, circulation on that on the Twitter sphere. Because Devin yeah, mentioned no. it during our review of Multiverse of Madness, and I was like, holy shit, they did do that, right? Like, I, yeah, did, I didn't yeah. think anything of it when we saw the movie in theaters, and I was like, oh, shit, Devin's right, dude. Fucking weird, weird yeah, choice. Yeah, they retconned it. They yeah, retconned yeah, it yeah absolutely a retcon, but... Yeah, I guess we'll see. So, anyways, our next one. Yeah. Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, made her debut in the comics in 2013 in a Captain Marvel comic and made her debut in the MCU in 2022. Iron Man 2008, as the first MCU movie was released, uh, Miss Marvel is the first Marvel movie or TV series based on a character that is younger than the MCU itself. That's interesting. That's oh, interesting to think about, about that. It. She's the youngest yeah. character that we're, that we're dealing yeah. with now. Because originally it was Peter, right? It was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now mm-hmm. we've got... Uh, Kamala Khan, who is uh, 15, 16, 15 yeah. or 16. Yeah, she's like, she's, like, she's, she's like a sophomore, junior in high school. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, it's it's cool to think about that, that we've been at this for over a decade now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, dude, a decade yeah. and four years, man. That's a long time that we've been committing to this bullshit. God damn. God damn. I'm here for it, though. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Let's do it until the day we die, right? Let's let the final movie be on the day we die. You know what I mean? It's so like the day before we'll go and see it in theaters opening night. We'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. We'll be like in our little like walkers do or like doing D. We'll do D box for our final like Avengers. It's <laughs> 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 like blow our backs out, having the chair shifter. <laughs> takes us out, dude. That's oh, the end of it all. Yeah. <laughs> It's selling like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy like over here in the diva. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> Anyways, last piece of trivia. Originally, Kamala Khan was going to have firsthand knowledge of the final battle in Endgame by retroactively revealing that there were drones and live streamers present at the scene. But it was later retooled to being a secondhand account via Scott Lang's podcast due to Kevin Feige shooting down the original idea. Yeah, I actually thought that would have been really cool, and it would have been really cool to sh- if they showed a different perspective of that final battle f- mm-hmm. from the drones. Yeah, Uh-oh. you know what I mean. Just like quick cuts, I thought that would have been pretty cool. It, I think I think it would have been cool, like how it would have tied into Far From Home, right? I like yeah. the, like the drone, like the drones, like oh, being yeah. more involved than just with Mysterio. That would have been fucking cool mm-hmm. shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So not too much trivia out of, out of Miss Marvel. There wasn't a whole lot available. We got some good ones down for you guys. So, um, anyways, mm-hmm. what do we got? Devin? What are we doing? What do we got? Who do you want to go first? Yo. What are we doing? So Garrick, mm. yeah, my what? guy, yeah, what? my dude, my little cherry blossom. What do you think of Miss Marvel? Let's go. Top level, top level thoughts, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, this was really fun. Um, I actually wasn't, I'm very, very, and I mean, I'm, you guys are probably going to be, I'm assuming at least kind of similar in this respect, but I'm very unfamiliar with like Miss Marvel as a character outside of, uh, the experience that I got to play as her in the Marvel's Avengers video game. Correct. Like that was that like, honestly, like that's, that's, that's my hands on with Kamala Khan as like a character, uh, in Miss Marvel, um, stole the show in the game. Just saying. Mm. Uh, yeah, honestly, They're and like it was, it was really, game. yeah, like it was just this. This surprised me. They did a lot of. They took a lot of like, uh, like original interpretations on stuff in the comic book to try to make it more modern and match what was like currently available with the MCU, specifically around like the way her powers function. Right, like that's like her biggest one. Yes, her powers in the comic book versus their powers in the MCU are like very, very different. Uh, these ones are actually much more in line with like, uh, you know, like the MCU cosmic level abilities that we've that have been displayed, you know, with yeah. their hard light abilities. And I just I really liked it. And like, honestly, and uh, this I know this is going to sound so ridiculously fucking white guy of me to say, uh, ah, here we but. Go. But like I'm like the, like I didn't get like a lot of like cultural exposure as like a teen, uh, just like due to my upbringing and stuff, and Ooh. especially like like yeah, dude, it sucked. And so like <laughs> I, I, I'm getting to like especially like especially like the fact that like this is like Pakistani like Muslim culture, right? Like right. which at the time of like our teenage years, there was a very fucked up stigma about that, right? And like right. we're moving past that, and this is like that's why I think this show's like really 
like kind of powerful mm-hmm. because it like it it shows like a shift in away from like a really shitty fucking mindset that we had uh and like being able to like appropriately represent like these cultures and these people in media and it like it was a fucking awesome awesome experience for me like literally just from like a cultural perspective alone like i was actually talking to my wife about this today i had no idea that like there was like like when you're like when they were like speaking about the mosques uh that like there was such big cultural differences between like the way that like the men and women are represented and that like they're treated within like their religious and like you know which is why i thought it was really cool that she was like running for mosque board uh one of the one of the other character characters in the show and like i don't know it was just like a really cool kind of a cultural experience for me mm-hmm. like getting to see like that brought into like a superhero light and get like this sort of it was like a, it, it kind of felt like a black panther kind of moment right Mm-hmm. right like 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 yeah. this is like this is a superhero that like for like a for like a, a marginalized group of people that haven't necessarily gotten the opportunity to have like a hero like this and they show that in the show yeah very much and so. like and like it's a, it's a like this like you know like it, it's like a talking point around the characters in like the community of the show and like it was really just kind of i don't know it was just like it was a, an experience and like it had a lot of family movements and like it it channeled like this weird like Disney Channel original movie energy, mm-hmm. but like, but and I and like I know that might sound like weird or kind of corny or campy, but like it it, it but it was like all the best parts about it. Like it like it felt very like, like at home. Yeah, like it just felt like a very at home experience. Like where you like you like you fell in love with the characters and you appreciated them and you just got to enjoy the story. And like it wasn't like a high pressure, high stakes, and it just felt very like at home. And I really liked that. Especially because it's it's like a good palate cleanser because all the other stuff we've gotten recently, I thought. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just like, I just, I really loved it. Honestly, like it was just a very different superhero origin story uh, in, in my opinion. And like, I think this is actually like a standout among like the MCU origin stories. Like definitely one of the better ones we've gotten so far. I agree with that. I really do, actually. What do you want next, Owen? Go for it or no? Cool. Uh, yeah, to sort of echo what Garrick was saying uh, there, with, as far as the representation, it's kind of the first thing I want to touch on. It's that like this uh, this show did did works in in cultural representation for a massive group of people that do not typically get proper media representation uh, in 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 ways that we've gotten in Black Panther and in Shang Chi that like was hitting that caliber and they did it across an entire series. Like we got Mm -hmm. more of it because it was in a series and they did it in such a way that touched on so many little bits and pieces because there was so much more content. We were able to see the, the, the family dynamics of a different culture. We were able to see their religious dynamics. We were able to see their relationship dynamics. They're even able to, the, the biggest theme of this is Kamala's lesson of, self-acceptance right she even says mm-hmm. in one of the episodes you're the heroes aren't usually a little pakistani girl from the bronx right like from new jersey and like she uh yeah excuse me yeah, new jersey <clears throat> she's very like they they built her character in a way that felt very self-aware in that aspect of like understanding like 
this like this is a thought piece around that conversation not just an origin story it's talking about the fact that like she has to kind of work her way through this level of, of self-acceptance and that part reflects very well from what i do know in the comics uh and even what we see in the the video game avengers uh from Crystal Dynamics, and she kind of juggles that and struggles with that herself too. Um, and I think that they they nailed that perfectly in this show. Um, Iman Vellani is Kamala Khan through and through. Like I can't, I like <laughs> we like we talk a lot about perfect castings here, and like Iman Vellani is it. Like I can, yeah. like I am just fucking mind blown that they they they've been able to pull off all these beautiful castings, and they still to this day are delivering the perfect actors for these perfectly well-written characters. And like, and she is so like, you can just feel that she loves Marvel the way we love Marvel in this show. She's enthusiastic. She's characteristic. She's outgoing. She's care. Like she's all over the fucking place about playing this character. And because of such, she plays it so well. I just believe she's Kamala Khan. And then like on top of it too, this show was so good. Even her family was believable. Like, I yeah. absolutely could believe oh, that was dude. her IRL mom, dad, and brother. Like, like absolutely. The chemistry dude. was so good. The chemistry yeah. was so good between the cast. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I like, like it was just incredible. Through like every character too. That every the character thing is every, every, every character. Like, every character. Like every maybe antagonist, protagonist. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually I will say. I do. I will say this is this is spoiler free, but the one lady, you know, antagonistic lady. Oh, and in okay. the final episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, all no, of that leading nope. up to that. Yeah, she, she did not do a good job. She was no. bad. She, she was, was real not, bad. Yeah, she was not. It. <laughs> she, she, she was, was very not, not good. That, villain. She she was the pinnacle of Disney disney movie yeah disney right well, and actually like i guess i guess that's kind of a, a good way for me to segue into it like there are some things that the show doesn't do perfectly uh, i think the villains definitely left me wanting more uh, i felt like the vil the villains kind of did feel like a little bit of an afterthought honestly uh oh, yeah. and, th and that's across all the villains not just her but also the yes the leader of the group right and so like even with her she didn't feel quite as uh I don't know, like, like, like intimidating coming off of watching something like Stranger Things, where we saw Vecna, who is a horrifying villain, like it, it was villain. a perfect villain, honestly. And then going into this where they have probably technically about four villains, technically, and none of them were really that strong. It kind, of, it kind of threw me through a loop. But at the same time, too, though, like everything was so good with the protagonist that I almost didn't mind anymore. Like it did, it did like Eric said, it did feel like a Disney plus or a Disney original, like a Disney like TV original. Uh, but like in all the ways that like you would have wanted it, like it, 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 it felt like watching Halloween town over again. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. it's exactly like you, you kind of you know where you're headed. It's like it's an experience. But like, you know, like what exactly what the end point is. You're like, all right, this is going to stop exactly right here. Mm -hmm. But it's about the journey and you're able to just enjoy it all the way through. Like it's like it was like a comforting sort of like storytelling presentation. Yeah, because they, they didn't need it to be too complex. Like when when you first watch the first episode and you kind of get a feel like, OK, like this is definitely targeted towards teenagers, right? Like this is not mm -hmm. for my 
demographic. You can sort of like suspend a little bit of like like need from like this piece of Marvel content and just say like, cool, this is going to be a younger take on like an origin story for Marvel. I get that now, right? So for the rest of the show, it was sort of easy to kind of just like follow with what was going on and just like live in this teenage perspective of what the show was giving uh and like even though some things were like ridiculous and bombacious like the entire fucking school scene in the final episode you're like why did they let you do this for this long uh <laughs> like they definitely yeah. would have shot your ass dead 25 minutes ago <laughs> but like sure but like because it felt like you know watching a disney movie yeah it was okay those disney channel original movie moments right where yeah. you're just like okay you're just all I, right <laughs> Sure, sure. Like you now again, and you guys know I fucking hate this, right? They did kind of do the the villain is the same thing as the protagonist sort of thing. They did do it again, but yes, <laughs> but they did it in a very interesting way to lead there, and so I was very forgiving of that too. Um, I I did I did think that that dynamic between Kamala and uh, Kamran uh, was very. Uh, teen romance, <laughs> very in a way oh, that I dude, was like, that, mm. was, that was Xenon as fuck. I could I could have done I could have done without the bridge to Terabithia moment here, but that's fine, right? Like that's fine, <laughs> that's okay. You know, like like Percy Jackson was it done a long time ago, but like well, fine, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like I I think I think that everything this show does good does it good enough that like this is a good like Marvel origin story. Um, and if you're not watching it for the culture, at least watch it for like it's very fun storytelling. Uh, it still has stakes. It still makes you believe that like the characters are in danger. The world's in danger the way that we need Marvel movies to have. Um, and it also connects very well to the greater Marvel Universe. And I think that's something that we've sort of lacked yeah. in a lot of the Disney plus Marvel content is like they we know that they connect but that's because of our prior knowledge of it. Like we know they exist in that realm. They, we know they exist in this universe, but that's because we've experienced for the past 14 years, all of Marvel, right? Like if it was not f like because of that experience, we probably wouldn't have the same effect, right? This was able to sort of like expand on the universe we already knew about by allowing us to sort of live in it rather than know about it. And I think that was probably my favorite part about the show. So if you don't, if you don't watch it, because of you, you're interested in the, the Pakistani Muslim culture and wanting to learn about that a little bit more. And they really dive into it. God damn, do they dive into it. It is very, very good because of that. Uh, but also just watch it because it's just raw fucking good Marvel content, dude. It's mm. just fun. It's just fun. You know what I mean? And that's totally fine. Anyways, Devin, what about you, dude? How'd you feel about the show? So, I mean, I, I, I could reiterate everything you guys said because I, I, I think I'll, Pretty much, I feel like we all have a lot of the same feelings on this show. Um, one thing I want to highlight uh, with, with the time I have is the production of this show mm. as well. I, I feel like this is the best production we've gotten out of a Disney Plus series, personally. Okay. Um, especially touching with the special effects with uh, with Kamala's powers. The hard light the did way look that, fucking cool. Hard yeah, light looked yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I'm all about that. Um, and also the little subtleties that made it feel like a, a Disney Channel movie in the sense, you know, with the graphics and the, the texting and, you know, all of that constantly throughout the whole show, you know. Um, 
that that was probably like one of my favorite things about this show is how much love they put into the feel and look of the show. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to adjust my belt because it's super uncomfortable, but I think it's like it's like stuck. <laughs> it's like stuck. Hold on. Uh, I gotta get my light together. Oh no, no, there we go. We're good. We're good. Uh, I'm having a I'm having a fat guy belt buckle moment where it's like the belt buckle's like digging into like my waistline. I was like, oh god, this is getting really uncomfortable. Anyways, I'm good now. What's up? <laughs> continue on. Sorry, continue on blast. I mean, like, listen, we're all a mess here tonight. So except for Garrett, Garrett's fine. Uh, Garrett's a little angel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Um, But, you know, the the show has so much charm to it, especially with the um, with the family, too, um, throughout the whole show and how her mother was always calling her beta. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, it was was a nice little cute touch to it. but I, I love um, once she realized what was going on and her having powers, I love that that genuine like excitement you see that she pulls out of the character because really she's using her Marvel fandom yeah. to this. Yeah. And, and you see that come out in the show. Like she she probably is the definition of the perfect casting that Marvel's actually done because she grew up in Marvel. She grew up with the MCU and she yeah. translated all that into this show, which I really admire seeing that out of, you know, um, an actress or actor in the show. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it was very genuine and it was a really good performance throughout. Cause you, um, cause you can tell when they give a fuck, right? Like you can exactly. really tell when they give a fuck and she gave a fuck. Right? Like, yeah. Through yeah, it through. yeah. You, you see the same thing with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He mm-hmm. gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. he he was an actor beforehand, but he wasn't doing a lot of big budget, you know, Hollywood blockbuster movies or anything like that. Right. He was trying out. He was posting videos of himself on Instagram and TikTok of him doing backflips in a backyard to get this role. Fuck yeah, daddy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it's it's just really cool seeing people like that su- succeed and get into these roles, especially with Iman. Um, and, uh, throughout the whole show, the writing was actually very good, very good. Mm-hmm. It, it kept a very good pace. It escalated throughout the whole series and, and we got a very good origin story and it was a more fleshed out origin story than something like we saw with, you know, Spider-Man homecoming granted great movie, but it moved fast, right? And that's because we kind of got Spider-Man's origin somewhat in Civil War, right? Right. So it was really see it was really good seeing a younger character be developed in a very proper way. So yeah, Did- Disney Plus Marvel series. It we we need more. We need more of them. Yeah, we do. We're gonna we're gonna get more. Let's fucking go. Uh they're currently filming season two of Loki. Oh, dude, I, can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I will say Loki is still my favorite. Loki is oh yeah, favorite. dude. I, the, God damn, that one was just Talk about good fucking writing. They really, they really, they really <laughs> nailed it with that fucking show. Now, my like, what I want to ask you guys too is like, in all the shows so far, we've sort of had this thing happen where like, episode four is like the one. You know what I mean? It's like the mm-hmm. one, and you're like, oh fuck, I can't believe that that episode happened. And then the penultimate episode's like, okay, yeah, sure, like that 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 can kind of still stands up to the last episode. But then the finale is kind of like, eh, sure. 
You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's okay. I can get that. Maybe being the only exception being Loki, honestly, because that, that finale was that, fucking insane. Uh, it, uh, it's still probably one of the best finales I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good the way they, they tied that up and like the massive reveal to connect it to the greater MCU. Right. Uh, mm. Did you guys also feel like the entirety of the last like three episodes were gold? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, it was all so good. Honestly, time and again, uh, episode five stands out like really, the, really the hard past me, thing. The, the, yes. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, like yeah, that shit. episode, that episode slapped, dude. I, like, I, it I, was just that was the best writing of the whole show. Was like that particular, it, like mm -hmm. I felt it, like it shined for me. I was crying and shit. I was like, "Fuck, dude, <laughs> dude!" I choked, I choked up fucking hard because, like, the, the like, because I mean, like, listen, like, I, I'm a dad, so like, I hear a little girl like, "Daddy," and I'm like, "Fuck!" But like, also like, uh, Kamala being like. I can't make stars, but I can make circles. And she like tried to help. You know what I mean? Dude, like it was, it was like the way she said it. Like it, it was like it was it, it was the way she said it. It was yeah. the way like I like I know I literally I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. Yeah. Like it's it's yep. the way like you're just doing your damnedest. Like Her, and it was like it was just such a real conviction in like the line delivery. Like it just ex uh, exactly yeah. like her. And that's the thing is like Iman Vellani's delivery in this show made it so good at like, I don't think I really fell out of this, like out of the world while watching this ever, unless it had to do with like the villains. Cause like, then mm -hmm. I'd be like, mm, you know, but like anything that had to do with Kamala Khan was perfect. Everything with her family was perfect. Her friendships perfect all of it was so like i believed every single bit of it especially her family i can't believe mm -hmm. they found these actors to have the most wonderful dynamic with with one iman Vellani as like their daughter like they they were hilarious like their their uh their sort of like zone in perspective of like filial piety with like being like oh you're my mom so i have to listen to you right like i'm going like because that's that's a that's a big conversation i love around like like cult like cultural centerpieces and that was the big thing that i loved about shang chi was like talking about like well you know like i i love my dad because he's my dad right like i have to mm -hmm. like abide by him but i also understand that my dad's fucked up right and so like having that conversation continue in this thing where it's like her mom she obviously has a weird relationship with but like that grows in a direction that like we see happen before our eyes, right? Because, like, no spoilers, I don't want to say anything, but, like, her mom gets involved in some shit, and you're like, yes, fuck yes, because now this means, like, maybe you're actually going to let get off her fucking back about this, right? And, like, mm. like that and her dad, goddamn, dude. Oh, the, can, I, can, I, can I touch on this? Can I touch on this? Yes, do it, do it. Talk dad. about her dad, do it. That That's last scene in the show fucking made me tear up so much it was like one of the most adorable scenes i've ever seen between a father and a daughter and in such a good way for them to tie shit up because he says the thing right and you're like just just right yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah, it, was, it was such a beautiful way to introduce magical. it oh dude, it was so clever and, right? the, and the way and the way that her eyes light up as soon as he says it she's like she's like She's fucking it, yeah. man. Like, yeah. I like I yeah, am. Dude, I you know what? 
boys, let's let's get into it, right? Devin, hit hit us with hit us with the next thing. Hit us with the next thing. Okay, okay. All right. So we're gonna give our official rating now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think we're ready. I'm gonna give the show a nine. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Should people watch it right away? One hundred percent. I I feel like this show displays culture in a way that no other show really has or or is very rare to see especially yeah. on such a wide scale at, through disney um and marvel um the the writing is fantastic the portrayals of the characters are fantastic the production is fantastic the the only downside i have like we've all talked about is the antagonists they're yeah. they're not they're not great they're not terrible they're better exactly. yeah. you know they're there they're there they're not you know. the dude from Thor Dark World. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're better than the deviants. I'll give them that. <laughs> mm, mm, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You know, I would rather watch uh, watch these guys than the deviants. Yeah, one hundred percent. And there were some cool scenes. Um, this show also does get surprisingly violent at times that you would not expect yeah. because of its its of its Disney presence. You know, right, right. Um. But yes, uh, nine out of ten through and through. It's a fantastic show. I will definitely watch it again. I will is when when the Marvels is about to come out. I'm going mm. to watch the show again. Mm. Goddamn, goddamn. Hell yeah! All right, Who fuck got yeah! Next? <laughs> fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, Garrett, go ahead, dude. Alrighty. Uh, I am going to give this an eight. So I'm going to give this one an eight. Like, it, like there was some I. There, it just it was like writing weaknesses, uh, specifically around the villains. Uh, it hurt it in some moments, and like like you said, th- that was the only time in the show where like I felt like the energy and like the tone of the show shift into like a flat sort of space. Um, mm. If that makes sense, like the way I'm describing that, like like because the world felt like really alive, especially when you have a lot to do with Kamala, uh, because like whenever she's interacting with the world. Uh, and that you're that you're seeing there's a lot of outside third per third party external like visuals and stuff uh and like they suck all that out whenever the villains are in the scenes mm. uh, and like and i couldn't help but notice it like every time like we shifted from like the protagonist and like they didn't even so i don't know it just like and it it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way in a little bit but the cultural aspect uh, was like absolutely my favorite part of like this film. Like I felt like I got to like straight up learn a lot. Like there's a history lesson. Dude, I, like I learned this, some shit in this, this too. Show. Yeah. Like there really is. And I was just all like, this is all super cool and interesting. Like I did like I had never even I was like, nope, didn't know about any of this. This was all very enlightening for me. Like as a as a viewer, it like felt um, like lore inside of lore, right? Like, yeah, right. like I was yeah, like super way. enthusiastic about like, it. What? Yeah. That's yeah, like one of my and... favorite things in video games is lore inside of lore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Lore yeah, like, give me that. Give me the extra stuff. And like Kamala Khan's or Iman uh, Kamala Khan's portrayal of Kamala Khan and Mon Valani's mm-hmm. portrayal of Kamala Khan was just uncanny, dude. Like yeah. honestly, like yeah. so. Look, they did a great job with her portrayal in like the the Marvel's Avengers video games, and like she steps it up from that even. Oh, and she's fucking golden. Yeah. Crystal Dynamics Avengers, dude. Like, goddamn, like, she's and good like, at that. Un- yeah, and so, like, that was a great character representation. 
And this just felt like it, too. And I loved, like, that youthful, like, anxious, awkward, like, Peter Parker energy that, like, she channels, like, the same way that Tom mm-hmm. Holland does. Mm-hmm. And, like, it makes the character feel so genuine. And, like, just to, like, echo what you got, like, she, like, she gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she cared. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. you can just feel that. And, like, that's, like, that, that her portrayal alone is, like, almost what gets it to an eight. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. For me, it's just like it, the writing weaknesses just can't push it past that. But honestly, like this is I'm upset. Because people are sleeping on this show. Yeah, hard, yeah. right? That's why I've been Very advocating hard. it so much, dude. Like. And like, so my wife had been kind of like she was feeling a little bit burnt out on like the Disney Marvel content. And I showed her like the post flip card scene. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. And like I watched it and I paused it and I called my wife in and I was like, you need to watch the intro to this show. And like she we literally and then she literally started watching it the next day because I was yep. just like, I was like, you're because it like it sets the tone immediately. You're like, mm-hmm. this is the kind of show this is going to be. And it and it does that. And uh, so like it just it bums me out that I feel like there's not enough conversation and not enough praise going around for this. Like. And I don't I don't understand why I don't I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's because because it wasn't necessarily like um, the demographic of a majority of like MCU fans now. I think that's probably like what it is. And if, if you ask True. me, um, okay. but yeah, I, I like people do need to fucking watch this, right? Like people need to fucking watch yeah. the show. Like you Absolutely. need to watch this goddamn show. Um, the- the Go best ahead, thing about the show, too, is is you can watch it with your family. Yeah, you dude. Like, seriously, like I want I watched the first episode, two episodes with my daughter and she loved it. Yeah. She was all the way fucking it, dude. Like, it's. Yeah. And it's especially like, because, like, you look at it this way, like Miss Marvel as a character has only been around since 2013. That's not a long time. Like, you guys can all go in fucking knowing nothing together and just enjoy her character. growing. Nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Yeah, and most, like most characters we've interacted with have been here like 30, 40 years. Yeah. Well, I think like my daughter connecting with the fact that like Kamala Khan is a young brown girl and like being mm. able to feel like like, oh, my God, I can be a fucking superhero too. like that's dope. Like and that and that's why we talk about that around the conversation of things like Shang-Chi and Black Panther, because that's what black kids and Asian kids were able to feel like watching these movies like they they were able to feel like holy shit i get a marvel character i can dress up for as halloween and it makes sense right like i get i get to feel like like my people get to shine on the big screen when it comes to these movies that everybody watches everyone fucking watch even people that like you wouldn't suspect to watch marvel watches fucking marvel and so having like that entry point of this beautiful like intricate culture like these now three different super intricate cultures that they touched on. It's it's beautiful, dude. It's phenomenal. Yeah. This goddamn show. Um, I'm giving the show an 8.5. Uh, I, I think falling right in between you two is, is where I like to sit on it. Uh, I do think that the the 1.5 that I took off, it was because of the villains and the, the writing sort mm-hmm. of around them. I do think that I, I wanted more explanation of the things going on with the villains i don't want to say the names uh <laughs> with the yeah. villains of the story There's and villains though villains that, I, yes. I will say 
that would be the one saving grace about the antagonistic force is there are multiple villains. and and they sort of like they sort of pad each other right because like right. yeah by the time i'm tired of this one this one kind of falls into place right by the time i was mm -hmm. done with that one i was okay with this one you know and so on and so forth and then the final one happens. I was like, can we go back to this one? Can we go back to this? One? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this would be cool. This would be great. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think the writing left me a little bit, a little bit more left to desire. Uh, but as you guys said already, like Iman Vellani slayed this shit. She was so yeah. good. All the bullshit, honestly, almost didn't even fucking matter. Like, like the like she did so amazing. The production did so amazing. Like when it happens in the first episode, when they like have like the backdrop text conversation, when he when when uh, Brian, <laughs> when he rolls up on his bike and like he gets <laughs> off it, and he starts to text and you can see the glow light in the window saying what Kamala's replying to him with. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's so cool, dude. Because dude, like, and they did that the whole show, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Esco, yeah. Bruno, uh, thank you, Esco. <laughs> I was, I wasn't going to interrupt him, but I was waiting. That's why I said. That's why I said Brian. You said air you, I did. I did Brian. Brian. You know what I mean? Uh, which is why it's funny because that shit cracked me up every time it happened. <laughs> like once they established that relationship, I was like, yeah, keep doing it, keep doing it. Um, yeah. So that leaves us with a GK official review score for Miss Marvel at eight point five, gentlemen. Give us a hand. Give us a hand. Great good show. show. Great show. Yeah. Very Everybody good show. should watch it. Mm -hmm. Everybody Absolutely. should watch it. Absolutely. Devin, hit the people with our schedule for next All week. All right, y'all. Yeah. So tomorrow, Wednesday, you are getting another chance at the Vermilion Voyages and our boy right here. Gark Bartholomew. We'll be playing the brand new released game, Stray. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Let's go. So Yo, fun. I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow, cat things you can do like they literally put it in the game that you could just knock shit off of shelves and like surfaces mm -hmm. and i'm just Dude, like twitter okay. blew, Get on random strangers laps. twitter blew yeah. the fuck up over this game today i don't know if you guys saw but like Dude, yeah. he, like his, yeah. and it's, it's been cracking me up all day because they're not even cat, referring bro. to it as stray they're saying the cat game came out and it's been cracking me the fuck up because nobody knew this game was actually good. They were just like, oh, my God, that's a cute fucking I get to be a cat. Fuck. Yeah, I want that. And now Dude. they're making so much money because of a cat. The price point is so good for this sort of marketing for them. Oh, dude, I, people I, are going to uh, go on to PlayStation and be like 30 bucks. Shut the fuck up. I'm like downloading yeah. it already. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, and I, I upgraded my uh, my PlayStation Plus plan so I could get it for free. Yeah, dude, yeah. which uh, right, which is another move. Like, mm -hmm. dude, like, whoop, like right there. There you go. Yeah. So I'm so with the, with that said, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna try out the new uh, PlayStation Premium uh, deal uh, for for a couple months and see how that how that leads into. But uh, when I saw that Stray was gonna be be free for people that subscribe to that, I was like, okay, yeah, let know, me okay. uh, let me okay, know how this this plays out for you over the next couple yeah, of months. I'll I kind of report back. I'm, I'm curious. Interested. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. Thursday, 
there will be a shipwreck show live recording right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show if you go to our discord and you subscribe to us you can be part of the conversation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also give us questions that we will answer but i unfortunately will not be there because yes. i will be saying nope mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yep which oh, we'll which, talk about in a second. Which I uh, did not update on. Uh, on Don't worry, I got you. I got you. Thank you, baby. Don't worry, I already knew. Yeah, um, so Friday, there will be an episode of Splash Damage as Dusk Falls. Ooh. That is also at 7 p.m. Ooh. West Coast, Best Coast time, as well now, as the Shipwreck Show. Just now, remind everybody. Thing. Yes, you want to explain it? You want to go for it? Yeah. Do it. So the game is two-player co-op, but, but eight-player. Eight-player. Okay, but oh, two seven? people. I thought it was eight. Pre- Anyways, no, so two people present. Oh yeah, actually, no, it's eight. You're eight. It's eight. Eight players. It's two player. It's two people present actually playing the game, but six other people through a companion app that you can download through mm-hmm. the app store on mm-hmm. your phone can be a part of the mm-hmm. gameplay experience and help make decisions that alter the gameplay. Yes. Yeah. So, our community, everybody listening. Please be a part of this. If you want to hop in our Discord, if you want to be a part of the conversation, message us. Join mm-hmm. our Discord. Yes. We will be doing some Ernell and I will be your resident gamers for the evening. And I will yes. be on my phone, whether he's I'm there be. presently or afar. He's gonna be he's gonna be trolling hard with Esco oh, no and idea. it's real I'm you have you. no idea uh, god dude it's you guys so hard ridiculous. watch Esco just like Esco's gonna look up a playthrough of the whole game and just preload all of her answers dude she didn't do that you're so <laughs> she she did not do that with Aquara you're so convinced <laughs> dude I come to find out surreal <laughs> did that more than Esco even did like <laughs> come to find out oh, I was yeah. like damn oh, Xander just snitched on surreal dude (laughs) are you you saying that surreal wasn't being real oh she was being surreal (laughs) (laughs) surreal uh yeah dude guys come in come in play this fucking game put in your votes we want to hear from you guys it's a free it's a free download uh just just look up as Mm Falls companion yeah and if you have an xbox this game will also be on game pass Mm -hmm. so uh and a pc as well so Mm -hmm. definitely and have a good time and the beautiful part of it too you guys don't need to download this game to be a part of this you literally only have to download the companion app like me and garrick will download the games for it that's all we need technically uh and then you guys can just put it in we'll connect you guys in and then every time there's a story beat you guys just vote on whatever decision you guys want us to do and that's it you just vote on your phone like a democracy And, and check this out too we join our discord we have a chill chat you guys can hang out and chill chat and talk and, and come up with plans on decisions and we can go back and forth. I'll probably be the guy that floats back and forth to figure out what you guys are doing so I can fuck with these two assholes right here. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, though, we are doing our official Good Kraken review of Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope. Hell and yes, baby. Fucking excited Hell for this yes, movie. Dude, it's gonna be good. I'm seeing on Friday night. So after nice. the gameplay stream, I'm gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh yep, same. Oh, God damn, son. God damn, it's gonna be good. Are you seeing are you seeing the early review buzz? 
Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, it's getting it's some. Buzzing. It's getting it's some get out level ass reviews, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty fucking maybe stoked better. about this. Maybe better, actually. Yeah, go. I think it. I'm yeah, thinking it I, may be better because everyone's saying it, it's not. It doesn't do what you expect it to do. Oh, we got I'm the excited. new M Night Shyamalan out here, Jordan Peele. I, I see you, doggy it's dog. Better. Yeah, dude. See, and he's, oh, he's going to and he's going to consistently stay good. We're like in my channel. Everyone's like, oh, fuck, six cents. Right. Like people were like so fucking mind blown about that movie and like the village. Right. You're like, oh, shit. And those were two good movies. But Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, he's going to do it for the long run, baby. You know what I'm saying? He's done two good movies already. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's done too good. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Better than I'm not I'm saying. Nope. It's going to be so hard for me to not talk about this movie with you that I'm seeing it like a day before you guys. Yeah, I know. Don't fucking talk about it. Or the, or the <laughs> I know. Stream. I know. <laughs> he's definitely going to say some shit like, I'm going to vote for this because that happens in the movie. And he's just going <laughs> to <talk. laughs> like, <laughs> be so good. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, yeah, please join us. That will be at 12 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time on mm-hmm. Saturday. Guys, let us know what you feel about our review of Miss Marvel and what you guys think about Miss Marvel. Watch Miss Marvel. Yes, please do, it. do so. Do it. Do it. Embrace it. Do it. It's great. Do it. Um, yeah, no, the show is fantastic. Fucking watch it, please. Please. More people need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang out in our Discord. Talk about it in our Discord. We got general chat. We got media chat. You know, give leave comments in our YouTube video. Hang out. Let spoiler us chat. Yeah, we got spoiler chat too. If you if you want to talk about spoilers, it can be anything. It doesn't have to just be Miss Marvel. You can yep. talk about anything you want there. Yep. It is a safe space for that. Yep. So, with that being said, y'all, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv forward slash good kraken show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea. You can can also support us at our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken explanation point and leaving a review there but until next time (laughs) baby let's go